Pam so. Maldonado, betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook <laughs> and Odds Checker. Uh, it's just we're just trying to get you know in, in frame just with the camera. Survive, Pam. Would you would you rather would you rather play for an NFL team in London or Indianapolis? That's Trista says she'd rather go to London and Indianapolis. Like I get the whole fact that yes, you'd be in London and it's a great city. Didn't say Jacksonville, I, Pam. Did you notice that? I, Didn't well, say Jacksonville. I was gonna say. Didn't say just, it. Well, listen, Didn't it's, say it. you know what. It's tough to get guys Trista to go play overseas. I would rather play in London than Houston. Yeah. And I was hoping she would say I would rather play in London than Jacksonville. No, no offense to my Jags, but I went and it was it was it was different. I it was yeah. an experience. I'm looking forward to maybe going back to Jacksonville because I really do want to check out that pool. It was too cold. But <laughs> yeah, maybe Jacksonville on the maybe the Jags on the road next time. <laughs> Well, listen, yeah. we got, obviously, the Jags back in the playoffs. Two-point dogs over at BetMGM uh, at home against the Chargers. Where I, Look, I know we've got days, and there's certainly injury reports that can come out. We don't know Mike Williams' status yet for the Chargers. So are you – how many games overall – let's just even do big picture with you. How many games overall are you comfortable with that you've already bet on, that you've already said, I like this number where it is? And how many of you just sat back and said, I, I got to wait. We need more time because the injuries are going to be a major factor this weekend. I have not wagered anything as of yet. It's my mother's birthday weekend. I tend to not do any betting because I want to be focused with who I am, spending my time wow, with. Wow, all right. Um, very nice. Before this matchup, you know, I love my Jags, but there's a reason why I went to week 18 game instead of waiting for the playoffs because I kind of feel like this is where it ends for the Jags. If you're giving me Justin Herbert, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if, let's be honest, I know that he's not Mahomes, he's not getting the recognition and terrible coach, but I mean, the Chargers 4-1 and one against the spread as a road favorite, even if Mike Williams is injured and sits out. You have to ask yourself, who, which quarterback are you going to trust more in a two-minute drill? For me, that is Justin Herbert. I love Trevor Lawrence. I think maybe, though, we are a year too early on the Jaguars. Next year, they can be phenomenal. But right now, they're still kind of in that rebuild, finding their gel together. Um, this offense has really done uh, spectacular things. They have upgraded tremendously since switching coaches. But it is still about experience. And I would much rather go with Justin Herbert, who has been so competitive against Mahomes and the Chiefs. I trust him in a playoff situation more than I would the Jags at this point. Pam, what about the uh, Miami-Buffalo game? We've seen some line movement because two has been ruled out. The Dolphins are now 13-point dogs. The total is 43.5. Buffalo looks good, but if you uh, had to have a lean in this game, would you lay the 13 with Buffalo, or do you like the dog in Miami? I think I would look to the under instead just because of the Miami defense. I know that it is trash, and Josh Allen could absolutely just stomp all over them but questionable for the miami offense jalen waddle raheem Mostert, teron armstead cedric wilson the entire team is banged up and now of course we didn't we know that tua won't be playing it's going to be skylar thompson i'm not sure where the points are going to be generated from for miami and if you're talking about the bills they kind of just have to get in stay as healthy as they can for the next game up they don't have to win by margin. They just got to come out with a comfortable win, make sure all their players are healthy. I would much rather look to the under, which has actually ticked up. It was it opened at 45, and now it's 47. Considering that the, <laughs> that the quarterback situation has changed, I'm surprised with that line movement. But if you go up, I'm definitely looking down. Now, uh, you actually had the same narrative-based idea for Week 18 as me, which was Jamal Williams to break or tie Barry Sanders' record. I think you also had Khalif Raymond as well to get his incentive. Uh, what player props this weekend do you, are you kind of targeting? 
Um, I mostly, if there was any, it would be looking for the 49ers just because Brock Purdy at home, this 49ers offense has been spectacular. I would be looking to the overs on wide receivers. I'd be looking overs on every which way you can grab anything. Any Christian McCaffrey, he should run all over the Seahawks offense. I would look to Christian McCaffrey rushing yards over. He had 108 against the Seahawks in the last matchup, and that was on the road. The Niners are even better at home. So I would look to Brock Purdy, like maybe over one and a half passing touchdowns and then Christian McCaffrey running uh, over rushing, over rushing yards. Talking to Pam Maldonado, BetMGM tonight. Uh, so this Bills line has now gone up to 13. Buffalo's minus 13 against the Dolphins. Skylar Thompson's starting for Miami. I, I mean, we know these big numbers in the NFL are dangerous. It's, it's, you know, Bills is a little different than the Chiefs, obviously. You can just never cover double digits. But is this one of those where it's starting to get to the point where you go, uh, that's still kind of a big number because to me, I think that I think the Bills are a team on a mission. Now, watching the way they played last week, the relief with Demar Hamlin uh, back now healthy, now out of a Buffalo hospital, I, this to me just feels like a team that's going to be so motivated and playing so free with everything that's happened. And there's no no trends to really gauge that, but it's you know it's the human element involved in this. I feel like they're going to roll over the Dolphins. I would take them as even two touchdown favorites in that game. Where are you? I'm looking for plus money value at this point just because there's five other games on tap and because of all the question marks yep. surrounding this game, yes, the Bills looked good last week and kudos to the situation that's going on. Everyone has handled it really well. But you also have to consider that they had two punt return touchdowns, <laughs> kickoff return touchdowns in order to come up with looking as stellar as they were. That's a little bit of a luck factor that is so unlikely to be replicated. Other than that, I mean, this Bills offense is injured themselves. So I'm looking to see... Pick another game or look for plus money value. If you believe that the Bills are going to just trounce all over the Dolphins, um, fish dead in the water, so <laughs> to speak, <laughs> then consider the Bills minus 14 at plus plus 110, plus yep. 120, and do that instead of laying the pl plus. Um, I'm not big on teasing this big of a favorites. It doesn't follow the Wong teaser, so I would stay away from that. But look for plus money value for them to cover a 14-point spread. For me, it's a no play. I think there's value in the other games instead. Uh, Pam, I want to talk some golf. Last week I said talk me off John Rahm because the price sucks, and I ended up playing John Rahm. I was waiting for you guys to bring that up. <laughs> no, no, I, I did it. I did it. I I wish I would have bet it a little bit. And more. I took Morikawa, so bet even back to the to the what we were talking to you oh. about. Are you going hard this weekend? I know you said you kind of ease in, ease into the season. We're in Honolulu this week. What would you do? Uh, any matchups or any outrights that you've played, or just even leans that you're looking at this weekend? I'm looking now we do have a couple of top 20 options. Last week, there was only 39 players in the field. This week, it is a full schedule. It is a full list of players. So I'm looking at the top 20 options. That's what I like to target instead of direct outright markets. I think that Sung JM at top 20 at minus 135 is offering some value. In a lighter field, Sung JM is going to stand out. He's definitely one of the stronger players that's in this mat in this lineup. He's coming off a T13 at Kapalua last week. And Sung JM has finished inside the top 50 in eight of his last 10 events. So minus 135, I think is valuable, even though it is a little bit of extra juice, but it is warranted considering that he's one of the stronger players, top 10 players in such a weaker field. Another top 20 option that I like is Tom Hoagie. You're getting plus value at this one, plus 135 for Hoagie. His last win was at Pebble Beach last year, but he's really rounding into form here as of late. T3 last week at Kapalua, that's his sixth that's his sixth finish of T13 or better in his last eight. And the other two were miscuts. So you're kind of getting a little bit of a balance there. But Hoagie fits the course because he is such a good iron player who can putt. And that combination is exactly what I'm looking for. 
His around the game green is a little bit of a flaw. He's lost four strokes last week in the century, but he still came out with the T3. And why? Because Hoagie actually led the field in strokes game on approach. His iron shots are really solid. He could definitely do well here. And you're getting plus money for a top 20. And then because the value is so good for an outright, 25 to 1. I like that. Do you think, Pam, that what we saw from Morikawa, that I, I think that they're saying that that collapse really is only rivaled by Jordan Spieth at the Masters in terms of like recent collapses. Up so many strokes, allowing Rom to come back in three bo- three bogeys in that last round. Like, do you think that affects Morikawa either way moving forward? It shouldn't affect Morikawa only because it's not like he completely choked it away. He didn't have a double bogey. He didn't head out of bounds. It was as you. The storyline is focusing on Colin Morikawa, but it really should be focusing on John Rom himself. He was nine strokes behind from Morikawa to start out the day after hole one. And for him to play as epic as he did and just play near, per- not near perfect, he played perfect golf in order to come up nine strokes. That is spectacular. It's almost like watching Mahomes. <laughs> like you're watching yeah. the greatest athlete in their sport do what they do best. That should be the focus. Morikawa shouldn't feel bad at all. Rebound, forget about it, move on to the next week. Do you think Tom Tom Kim has any value uh, coming off of the top five? I think he's top three in terms of odds to win this week. I love Tom Kim. He's actually one of my players that I selected for an outright win. He's a Korean, a youngin. You want to talk about young. He is 20 years old, breaking out in a huge way. Tom Kim was PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. He's getting a load of hype, but his performance merits it. It backs it up. He has six straight top 25 finishes, including T5 last week at the Century. And now apparently he's besties with three-time major winner in Jordan Spieth. That's got to count for something. If you hang out with the right people who have the right mindset of, I want to win, a win is in his cards, and he has won twice before on tour. Kim is fifth in the field for strokes again on the approach. I'm talking about I want a solid iron player. He fits that bill. He's third best in the field for ball striking. This course is similar to that of the difficulty and the layout of Sedgefield Country Club. And Tom Kim actually won the Wyndham Championship, which is also why I like Sung Jae because he's also won the Wyndham. So you have the two heavy favorites rightfully so they belong there in the top one and top two but i love tom kim he should be able to continue on his momentum and you are still getting pretty good value for a top 20 finish minus 120 for me that's good value pam this is gonna be a little selfish question uh for me but i need your expertise i need your advice on this i'm sitting on a free golf bet right now thanks to our friends at bet mgm thank you very much for that i'm sure i'm not the only one getting people in you know early in the golf season what should I do with it? I'm going to let you pick it for me. What should my free bet be? I'm a very conservative better. So for me, I want to go for plus money All because right. it is still good money. So I would do the Tom Hoagie plus 135 for a top 20 finish. He's Boom. such a solid player. He has a good iron player. And that is a more likely to finish rather than choosing the exact player to come out with the win just in case somebody gives up nine stroke lead. Perfect. Done. I'll be placing the bet. It's that simple. That's it. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hey, uh, Pam, next week we have to talk some tennis. Have to talk tennis, tennis next it, week. Australian have- Open starts on Monday. I change my schedule for the Australian Open every year. The yeah. draw comes out tonight. I am stoked. I have no interest in the men's side, but the women's, like, I'm I'm so jacked. And it's already kind of ruining my uh, sleep schedule. Last night I was up to, like, 3 a.m. <laughs> you never so, sleep anyway, though. I'm, or I'm, you sleep till noon. So. <laughs> any early lean on the women's side, though, like, not even talking prices? I know we don't have a draw. I have not actually looked at the women's side at all. Um, you lost me when you said I have no interest in the ATP ten- tennis. Do you, you have? <laughs> well, do you have any? Do you have any leans right there? 
I've already placed a feature on Novak Djokovic to win for the outright. I, it wasn't a great price. A couple months ago, you could have had him at plus 140, and I missed the boat because I was so distracted with football. I wasn't thinking tennis. And here we are. Now he is minus 105 is what I grabbed. Right now, his odds are already at minus 120. Um, I would still grab him. Novak Djokovic, is the num- He's though he's not ranked as the number one player, he is easily the best player in the field. Health-wise, he has mission approved since he missed Australian Open last year. He's coming into this with some great form. He is going to run the table. Now let's look at the draw. And it should come to fruition. Look at this. Whatever you throw at her, she's got an answer for you no matter what. (laughs) Pam Maldonado, Yahoo Sportsbook. Always good talking to you. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. I'm going to use my free bet on that. That's it.